Hi everyone, it's Michelle from Connections Resource Center. Uh, good morning, good Monday morning. I hope you're all doing well and that you had a great weekend. Um, I am really excited to uh, welcome Taylor Manette today, who is here from Jeunesse Idem. Taylor is working as an intern at Jeunesse Idem as she completes her bachelor degree in social work. How are you doing this morning? I am awesome, Michelle. Thank oh, you so wait. much for having me here. We can't hear you. Try again. Okay. How about this? Oh, no. No, it's uh, oh, awesome. So we're not fun. hearing you. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. We have some technical difficulties for this, uh, for our Monday morning bugs. Oh, you can. I can't hear her. <laughs> Natalie tells me that they can hear you, but I can't. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, I see. That's strange. Okay. Unmute. Hello? Hi. Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, awesome. There it is. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Monday morning bugs. Yeah. So to answer the initial question, I am doing very fine. Um, and thank thanks a lot, honestly, for having me here with the, with you guys this morning. We're so happy to have you here. I'm really excited to um, kind of help people discover your wonderful services. Um, it's uh, it's a cause that's close to 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 my heart. I, I identify as um, non-binary and queer myself, and I also have some children uh, under the rainbow flag. So it's definitely a, a cause that I advocate uh, for a lot. And so I'm really excited that you're here and that we can let people know about the great services that you have for LGBTQ2S plus youth in the Udawet. So if you could tell me, tell us a little bit more about your, your services. For sure. So we offer a ton of services at Genesis We are located at, uh, in Paul in Gatineau, um, in the Vieux area. Um, near Hulodzik, uh, and we offer a ton of services as uh, individual support for either youth, so 7 to 13, we offer 14 to 25, and then also 23 to 35 as well. Um, so those are all different kinds of like age groups that we offer. Uh, we are currently running uh, two groups that uh, one started last week and then another one that's starting in two days on Wednesday. Uh, one is a trans youth group from age 12 to 17, and then another will be the parents uh, group. So a place for parents of uh, either trans child, non-binary child, um, it could even be children from sexual diversity as well. So anything goes from like gay, bisexual, pansexual, etc., where they can come and you know, discuss how they're feeling and uh, learn a lot about their their child's transition. Uh, so those are different kinds of groups we offer. We offer as well help in uh, high schools. We offer a lot of help, honestly, uh, with ally groups. Uh, so either gay straight alliances or the actual ally community group 
in the school. Uh, we offer um, training for people that are there, either the kids or the staff. And uh, yeah, we offer, we tend to offer a lot of uh, support for the allied groups. Uh, we also do um, a lot of activities as well during the year. Uh, for example, this uh, this fall, we had a pumpkin carving competition. Uh, we also had this uh, tiny little drag show we did specifically for our kids at Genestem. Super fun. Uh, going on forward, we're super duper busy with a lot of uh, in-class uh, informations about uh, just trans people and non-binary people and people from uh, the LGBTQ2S plus community in schools. Uh, so we're super busy with that, but honestly, I cannot wait to see the the different kinds of activities we're gonna get started this summer. And we're, we're also kind of like a major part of um, work uh, of the organization, sorry, about uh, the Pride Day uh, or the day against uh, homophobia and transphobia in Utawe mm -hmm. region, uh, which is the 17th of May. We do a lot of the programmation for that. And uh, we also offer a lot of activities during Pride Month as well. So that honestly is a pretty decent rundown of all the different kinds of uh, activities Genestem runs. In a nutshell, eh? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really amazing. So support for parents, support for the youth, uh, support for schools um, and the community at large. That's that's really great. Uh, important work too. Uh, so my question for you is, um, I'm a parent of children under the LGBTQ2S plus rainbow and I mean, ultimately for me, the dream is a world where my kids can grow up feeling safe, understood, welcome, loved. And although we've come a long way, uh, queer people still face underrepresentation, marginalization, and unfortunately violence. Um, so as a as a parent, you know, you think of those things, not only for myself as, uh, you know, a queer person, but my children, you know, like mama bear thing, <laughs> or uh, what's the gender neutral term for that? <laughs> there isn't one. <laughs> I, I can still identify as mama bear for sure. Um, <laughs> so we still have work to do. What can our users do? Oh, your users, our viewers, sorry, or service users, our viewers, our listeners, what can, can what can everybody listening do to help us build a more uh, inclusive community? Uh, honestly, I think it starts for, um, it starts with uh, showing openness, right? Being aware that people from different communities exist. Uh, you know, it started with, uh, you know, different cultural communities. And now it's a lot more of a, uh, of a, I guess, sexual orientation and gender identity culture as well. Um, so just showing openness, either sticking like pride flags on your doors or uh, at work or even posting up trans pride flags or just pride flags in general. Uh, everybody recognizes the rainbow. And uh, mm -hmm. usually if I see a rainbow, I'm a lot more inclined to actively seek, uh, I guess, the use of a service with within the community research uh, just because I 
you know, I'm, I'm also with the community. So, uh, actually seeking stuff and, uh, showing honestly that, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're open, we're friendly, come on in, uh, helps a ton. Um, knowing as well what heteronormativity is and cisnormativity, which is, uh, in general, um, knowing that uh, well, heteronormativity and cisnormativity is the idea that um, everybody is either heterosexual or either cisgender or, or and if you add those two together and being aware that that's not necessarily the case and speaking in a way that um, portrays that I assume that you are either heterosexual or cisgender might push some people away and not necessarily maybe deter them from using either your services or hanging out with you later on. So just being aware that what it is and how to use different, I guess, uh, a way of speech. Uh, More inclusive to, uh, language, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for people who may be listening who have no idea what cisgender is, um, could you explain that term? For sure. Uh, so a cisgender person would be someone that isn't trans, right? So uh, if someone was born a woman and uh, considers herself a woman, then there you go, that's a cis person. Well, a transgender person, or as we say now, just a trans with maybe a little asterisk at the end, uh, to be more inclusive, uh, that would be, let's say, a born woman and then transitioned later on into men, uh, simply because they feel they are in like a man, right? So it's the act of transitioning versus the act of staying put. That's what de- defines, I guess, the difference between being cisgender and transgender. Awesome. Thank you. That's an excellent explanation. Um, and then when we're talking about heteronormativity, then um, what basically that is that let's say when we assume that our little girl is going to marry a boy or a man later on, or we make assumptions, it's also in the media how um, we always, you know, like there's more, there's more in the media now, more queer relationships being um, shown. But for the most part, you know, when you're watching a rom-com, it's a guy and a girl. so, it, you know, you're not seeing that in the media, you're not seeing it in your surroundings, and it might be, might feel pretty isolating. Um, so yes, that's, that's that term a little bit in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> so, and I love that the, the pride flag being such a, like a simple um, thing, and also such a powerful symbol of acceptance. So like, um, the Pride Committee in the Pontiac, so I'm living in the Pontiac region, we are currently working to get our 18 municipalities to, pri- to, to fly the Pride flag during the month of June. We made a little presentation that kind of just talks about how important something like a flag can be. It's, it's a symbol and a signal that you're welcome in that space. And so definitely in businesses as well, we're, we're working on a little campaign uh, to have stickers to put in the windows of businesses and organizations and that kind of thing. And just to, to, 
to be allies and to signal uh, support. And yes, this is a, a safer place that you can, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I fly, I put a fly flag in my window and it's, it, it's it totally as a, a symbol, you know, to, I'm always thinking of the kids, like, hey, you're not alone. There are people here, there are people who live in this community who identify as LGBTQ plus. Um, you don't need to be, you know, you don't need to feel quite so alone, especially in a rural community where there there's less of a queer community or, you know, we're spread out <laughs> and the services are not as easy to access. I think it's super important for people to, to show that signal of support and allyship. Oh, absolutely. 1000% agree. Yeah. And so speaking of the kids and that, like, I mean, for me, the pride flies up for the kids. Well, you know, myself too, for anybody. And I'd say kids, but I myself only came out at 34. So it's for everybody. Like, it, and representation really does matter. Um, so one of the things that I get parents will come to me and ask, um, they want to know how they can make their child feel safe and comfortable to come out to them. How can they build that foundation within their family that their child, if they they happen to be LGBTQ+, that they will feel safe in their own environment and feel like they can be themselves. Do you have any tips for them? Uh, I, I, I absolutely do. I often work with parents asking me, like, Taylor, I don't know, my child just came up to me and uh, told me they were trans. Uh, I don't even know what, really what that means. Uh, I'm unsure about what to do. I know they're struggling uh, either in the relationships, either in communication, either they're isolated, either they're not feeling accepted either at school, with friends, or even at home maybe. You know, they don't necessarily feel at home at home. Uh, so honestly, being aware of what your child is coming out of, uh, you know, the the closet is often a place of uh, of fear, of insecurity, and knowing that we're finally being accepted and feel welcomed in spaces is immensely beneficial for your child or anybody, honestly, that wants to come out. Uh, mm -hmm. So being there, not necessarily going for the, oh, I knew something was different with you, mm -hmm. um, but just being there and being like, okay, awesome. Right? Let's, let's, you know, it doesn't change how I feel about you. I still love you. Being there, reminding people that, hey, that's okay. That's just another beautiful facet of what you are as a person. Um, so yeah, just honestly asking them, your child or whoever you're helping, like, hey, I want to be an ally to you, right? I want to be there to help you, to support you, to see you grow and be the fertilizer I guess you need to grow. Uh, how can I do that? Just asking them because uh, mm -hmm. they know, right? They know. They know what they need to. And if they don't know, help them seek help, right? Yeah. There's the CRC. There's an ISDAM. There's there's a, and I say a ton with uh, some big old air quotes. Um, yeah. But they're there, right? And uh, if not, you, you can always find someone somewhere that's queer friendly and has a little bit of relationship uh, advice to give. And yeah, there it is. Honestly, that's the. Uh, that's where to start with uh, parents helping their child 
like showing support from the get-go. So like one of the things I would say is seek out um, LGBTQ plus literature from a young age. Um, you know, just have it as a normal part of life. You know, don't make, when you're talking to your child, don't make assumptions about who they may like. <laughs> uh, don't make assumptions about what their, their, their sexuality might end up being. Um, and their kids, it's okay to let them explore different identities. It's okay to, um, you know, just be open to those things. I think having books there within the collection and not necessarily having to point it out as something special or different, but just having it be part of the everyday life, like books that might depict uh, different types of families with like, you know, two dads, two moms, or books about uh, when it, you know, transgender kids um, can be really excellent just to let them, them know what, that it's a possibility. Um, because especially in smaller communities, they might not have many people in their surroundings to show them that or to, to kind of, um, for them to, to, to look up to, to emulate, to see that, okay, this is, um, this is a possibility. Uh, because whether or not they learn about it or not when they're younger, it's not going to change whether or not they're gay. <laughs> like teaching them about it does not make them, you know, like you, you hear those kind of misguided um, <laughs> things sometimes, but the best you can do is, is to make them feel comfortable um, with whoever they are. I like to tell them like, I love, I love discovering who you are, like, because they're always changing, right? And I'm always here for that. I'm always here, whatever, whatever, you change your mind 10,000 times. <laughs> I'm just, I'm happy to be along from the ride, for the ride, and just to, to learn who they are. Um, I think that's an incredible privilege that we have as parents, and we shouldn't necessarily try to put our own ideologies onto um, our children and just be completely open. Um, that's my take as a parent. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I do have children who, who are under the rainbow, so, and they did feel comfortable, you know, c coming out. It wasn't, it's not a big deal <laughs> because it's not a big deal. Uh, when you you make it part of the everyday discussion um and then i have a comment from nat which i'll just pop up on the screen um she said my child's school just started a pride group for both children who are lgbt okay and their allies that is perfect i think if there's anybody in in schools listening it's a simple thing that you can do to really um show the kids within the school that they're accepted and safe there and um it makes a really big difference i'm glad they're doing that um yeah so usually the parents who will ask me those questions though are not the ones who are not accepting they want to learn how to help but what about the kids who don't find that support within their households where can they go what can they do to feel less alone, to get some questions answered? That's that's honestly a question I get so often. Like, I'll have a child in 
you know, in individual therapy and they're asking me, well, you know, my parents aren't necessarily too, too open with the idea of, uh, you know, the queerness in general. And uh, I don't really know if I'm feeling safe to come out. And it honestly tears me apart to hear that still, regardless of, you know, if, if their child comes out or whatever, if they're not exactly what they imagined it to be, then they're not even a child to them, right? And it's, uh, I, I've seen it too often where, you know, kids will have to leave their household to either go with uh, community housing, uh, uh, get help with uh, social services and whatnot, and uh, it tears me to shreds, right? breaking. Um, it's so, so hard. Uh, but making sure that uh, either being a safe space for the children around you, I guess, would be a good way to start. And uh, as the queer person in the situation, knowing who your allies are, knowing where to go if you're not feeling safe, who to call and what to do, and depending on the situation, right? If it's uh, physical abuse, if it's uh, psychological abuse, financial, social, etc., uh, being aware of what those are, seeing if you're living the effects of them, and seeing what you can do to resolve the conflict or, or the situation. Um, sometimes, you know, all the parents needs is uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of motivation and a little bit of information mm -hmm. uh, to figure out why their child isn't doing okay and why, uh, and what to do. But mm -hmm. if the parent doesn't want to cooperate, then, you know, maybe it's a, it's, it's a sad reality, but moving mm -hmm. on and, uh, and finding a place where we're all safe and secure is, uh, mm -hmm. our safety is priority. So honestly, I would say, uh, be safe and, uh, it'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. The, that, 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 that tagline, right? It's not for nothing. It will yeah. get better. Yeah. Um, it can be um, as a child or youth, you're in such a powerless situation sometimes. Um, and it is a, a, a dark reality that uh, LGBTQ plus youth end up um, on the streets, end up not being homeless and, and not having a place to go. Um, so it is important within our communities, within our schools, um, within our own households to, to show that kind of support. So, um, and to, to, for you to be here today, so important to, to help educate our community. Um, and then of course, I imagine that those youth can call Jeunesse Dem if they're looking Always. for support. Yeah, yeah. So, our, our phone number is uh, located on our Facebook page. If not, I think it's 819-776-1445, if ever. Um, and yeah, I'm going to share that information in the chat, actually, so that people can find you. Um, we're, at, we're the most um, active, I guess, on Facebook and yeah, yeah. Instagram. Uh, we don't necessarily have a website going on right now, uh, but I think it is in the making and soon to be. Uh, maybe I'll see it in my, uh, I guess, intern, intern lifetime. Uh, Mm -hmm. But honestly, uh, the Facebook does a great job. We keep you guys updated on what kind of activities we got. Uh, we keep you guys updated on the different subjects of our different groups. 
that's going on uh, during the month. We're keeping you guys updated with different uh, information about either laws that are being put up, either uh, activism movements that are going on in the Utawa region. We also follow Pontiac as well. So, uh, you know, everything that's close to home is our home, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, we just basically keep you guys posted on what's going on with Instagram, what's going on with the community uh, and being there to support. We also respond to messages pretty, pretty darn fast if you ask me. So uh, send us, shoot us a message on Facebook. We'll answer. Um, there's about, we're, we're four uh, people that actively respond to messages, uh, three employees and then me as the intern. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, that, that's what we do. That's where we are. That's that's great, and I mean, you guys are are such a needed service, and I I, I thank you from my you know from my heart. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the work that you're doing uh, in our community. Um, yes, and make sure to like and follow Jeunesse Idem's Facebook page. Um, for sure show your support be a good ally or if you you're in the community get all sorts of resources and, and great info from them there um is there if there's anything else uh that you want to highlight uh Any? we're yeah of course we're we're planning on starting a another closed group for our uh 23 and 35 age group um so anybody that's between the age of 23 and 35 uh, and our people from the community can join. Uh, we're gonna talk about different kinds of subjects. We're gonna talk about uh, self-discovery, acceptation, and then uh, just the different kinds of resources that exist. Uh, usually lasts around six weeks. So keep an eye out for that. And, uh, and yeah, you know, uh, the next, I guess, the next big thing will be uh, homophobia and transphobia. Uh, I guess the the, the in the, May the internet yeah exactly exactly yes, yes, 17th yes. of May it's coming up I'm so anxious for spring right. <laughs> so anxious for spring yes and then in the Pontiac region um, I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm working with the Pontiac Pride Committee um, and some other partners as well to organize a family pride event in June. So June 11th, uh, keep your eyes and ears open for more information about that. And I am looking for youth. So I'm looking for youth, whether you're an ally or LGBTQ+, doesn't matter, anybody who wants to help get on board um, and help organize this, this great little festival that um, is we're going to show our pride in the Pontiac this year. It'll be the first time that we, we have an event like this. So it's pretty exciting um, to have it because usually we have to go to Ottawa or to Montreal to, to celebrate a little bit of pride, but we're going to have a little something for the first time this year. If you are interested, um, if you are interested, totally reach out to Connections um, and I will be super happy to have you on board to help with the planning of that. Oh, we have another comment from Nat, which uh, I think is is good. She didn't realize that the, the activities are open to, the, the workshops and activities are open to allies as well. So uh, yes, 
out we need our allies <laughs> we absolutely do yep um we can't build an inclusive uh community and, and safer communities without uh everybody helping to make uh this a welcoming space for for anybody no matter for everybody to be themselves imagine the freedom <laughs> one day only in my dreams yeah it's <laughs> come it's coming <laughs> all right so on that note uh we'll let everybody get back to their um monday morning coffee and, and routine and thank you again taylor for for coming on today and informing us of your services and i look forward to working with you in the future of course that was a, a delight thank you <laughs>